2018 Community of the Whole Meeting, Tuesday, uh, May 4th, 2021 at 5.30 p.m. Mr. Clark, please call the roll. Council Bears. Present. Council Falco. Present. Vice President Knight. Is Vice President Knight present? I do not see him in there, Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark. I just saw, I just saw, I just, I, just, I, just, I see him in the, in the chambers. Oh, okay. Is he in the chambers? Yes. I see him in the chambers. Councilor Marks? Present. Councilor Morell? Present. Councilor Scarpelli? I don't, I don't see him here, Mr. Clark, unless he's in the chambers. All right. President Carriello? Yes, six in the affirmative, one absent. Pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12, 2020 order suspending certain provisions of open meeting law, Chapter 38, Section 18, and the Governor's March 15, 2020 order imposing strict limitations on the number of people that may gather in one place, this meeting of the Memphis City Council Committee of the Whole will be conducted by a remote participation to the greatest extent possible. Specific information and the general guidelines for remote participation by members of the public and or parties with a writer and a requirement to attend this meeting can be found on the City of Medford website at www.medford.org. For this meeting, members of the public who wish to listen or watch the meeting may do so by accessing the meeting link contained herein. No one person attendance of the members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access the proceedings in real time via technological means. In the event we're able to do so, despite best efforts, we will post on the, on the City of Medford uh, Metric Community Media website, an audio or video recording transcript, or other comprehensive record of proceedings as soon as possible after the meeting. Okay. This, uh, the purpose of this meeting is to discuss Council Paper 21018, amendments to the re revised ordinance entitled Personnel Article 2 Classification and Compensation Plan, Section 66-33, entitled Officers Employment Non-Union to add the new positions of Director of Economic Development and Director of Diversity and Human Resources. City Council has invited Chief of Staff David Rodriguez, City Solicitor Kim Scannon, Finance Director Alicia Nelly Benjamin to attend this meeting. Further, for further information, aids or accommodations, contact the City Clerk at 781-393-2425. And see yours, Richard Carviello, Council President. Welcome to the meeting, Madam Mayor. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so this is a continuation of a meeting from uh, last week, and there were some questions that were asked, and um, I know the solicitor had, had sent some stuff out. Uh, I've just gotten home, and I've had, had a chance to um, print them out. Um, no. But I think... Um, uh, if, uh, if we left off last week, uh, the solicitor had, had made an opinion uh, stating that um, that the positions um, hold on uh, that the positions were, uh, do need to be uh, created and approved by the city council. So, and we have not uh, done that at this point. Um, Madam Mayor, would you like to say anything before we start? 
Thank you. Yes, I was just unmuted. First of all, may the fourth be with you all. Um, and thank you for inviting me. Mr. Rodriguez couldn't make it, so I'm happy to be here with Attorney Scanlon as well as Neil Osborne. He's available um, to answer any questions you may have and also and let you know how well the department's got running um, human resources and diversity. It's something we wanted to try out. Um, we thought it would be a, a great idea. We had got a $30,000 grant, community compact grant, January 2020. And with that $30,000 grant, we were able to get Mr. Osborne trained in human resources, which is something the city never had, which I believe is extremely important in, in a city of our size, especially. Um, also with that grant, we've been able to do management training. We've been able to get a work on a policy handbook. Um, we've recently done a social media policy. A lot of things that the city's never had that we're thankful we now are, are able to have. Um, Neil can fill you in maybe on some specifics on some of the great ways that having um, a le diversity lens over hiring has um, only benefited us here in Medford. We've been able to really make sure that we are um, looking closely at our hiring and trying to get the most diverse workforce that is possible. Um, point of information, Mr. Portman. Point of information, uh, Council Max. Uh, Council Knight, actually. Um, oh, sorry, Council Max. Uh, Council Knight, I'm sorry. Are we not in a hiring freeze? No, has the hiring freeze been lifted? Uh, Madam Mayor, are we in a hiring freeze? We, Mr. Osborne was put in this position um, from the onset, and there was no hiring freeze when he was put in this position. No, no, when you said that, um, you know, through the, through the diversity lens, they've been able to recruit uh, a number of new people after he got trained in January of 2020. So I thought that there was a hiring freeze that was placed in shortly thereafter. Um, so I was just wondering if that hiring freeze still maintained or if there were other positions that you were referring to that might have been filled. Um, if the hiring freeze has yeah. been lifted, that's great. If it hasn't been, that's okay, too. I just didn't know if there were positions that have been filled after the freeze or what the status of the freeze was. I don't believe there was a, any hirings during this, the, the initial freeze, but we have hired after, after that. Um, we've hired two police officers. Um, we've hired, um, it was hiring freeze except essential personnel. So we did hire two police officers um, in that time frame. We've filled roles that were essential such as our benefits coordinator position, Carol um, luckily got a job in retirement. So we did fill her with um, Candace. So, so there's, there's been some positions that we've needed filled. Um, Alicia Nunley, um, Michelle King Kingdom went to the school department. So that was a necessary fill under her, her assistant director and budget director, Tyler is now in that position. So there has been, um, Sarah Harris is our new nurse. We had, our nurse was re retired. She came back and worked full-time almost seven days a week until it was just too much. So that was a necessary position, essential position. So there has been some hiring and luckily we've been able to get a number of diverse candidates. Uh, does the hiring freeze apply now for non-essential employees still, or has that been lifted? Neil, do you, we, uh, we've lifted that but I don't know exactly right. when, if you could. Uh, Madam Mayor, thank you, uh, City Councils, uh, for allowing uh, me to be present for this discussion. And there has been some sporadic hiring over the past year 
where, where there were critical needs. So one of the responsibilities I was asked to undertake um, moving from just being the diversity and inclusion director, but to take up the responsibilities for all of human resources at the very same time, trying not to lose all um, the efforts put into the diversity director position. So having being in a position to um, orchestrate the panels, uh, work with uh, staff managers on questioning, doing the recruiting, uh, I, I think has situated me well to uh, further the initiative of diversity and also uh, fill out the position of human resources. So um, I'm here as a resource. Uh, I know that um, you had a number of questions uh, during the past session and hopefully um, with the mayor and myself being here, we can get you those answers right away. Thank so, you, Neil, Neil, for the record. Is Harry Fries or not? Uh, <laughs> uh, Neil, for the record, um, this is not, uh, this meeting is not about you personally or your job performance or anything like that. So I just want you to know that, that it's, it's about the, uh, the, the, the position and, and the way it was created. So I don't want you to take any of think that we're targeting you or not targeting you, but it's, it's, it's about, it's about the procedure. Uh, of, of, of this. So please, uh, please understand that. I, I take uh, uh, no view that this is personal. This is work. And I understand it's, the it's, delicate it's balance between the council a, and the mayor. Um, it's a procedural but, thing. But, 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 if I, but I can finish. I, I'm expecting that those individuals in the seats of power making these decisions will get to a conclusion that sort of recognizes my um, my value to the community and uh, you will find a way to get it resolved. Thank you. Council Marks, I think you had, you had your hand up. No. Alicia, you had your hand up a, one, uh, a minute ago. Do you mind, do you mind if I finish? I think Council okay, Knight had a point of information, so that's kind of where we got a bit off track. Um, my, my apologies, my apologies. Yeah, no, no problem, no problem. But I, I watched a little bit of last week and I know you all have questions and I'm, that's what, what I'm here for. Um, but I just want to be clear that we were not trying to go around the council. We truly have been trying to, um, with email updates, phone call updates, I know Mr. Rodriguez is available anytime any counselor needs him. So am I, I try to make myself available, whether it's a phone call um, or, or a meeting, I, I do my best. Um, we outlined it on page 59 of the budget, this new creation of diversity and human resources. It's, it's outlined what, what our plan was, what the highlights were, what the goals are. And we, we did test that out. Neil Osborne was in this position as an acting director. When we figured out come January that it really was working is when we put the ordinance change before the council. Um, that was before we took the acting position away it was my fault that I, I just assumed since you approved it in the budget, it would be approved um, by ordinance. I've, I knew in the past there was never any issues. I so that's where I do want to let you know I apologize for that. Um, but at the same time, we had um, in in our city charter, and I know it's not referenced in the opinion, but it does state that I have the authority to appoint. Um, all heads of departments and mem members of municipal boards. And then we, I had 
you know, general law 41, section 108 to back me up as well. So I know that's not referenced, but I, I wanted to point those out and please know that I want to collaborate. I've, you know, asked you to be on certain task forces and things that we're putting together. I want you all to know all the information that's out there. We make sure we, you have all the press releases that we put out. So I, I knew I heard that last week that we were going around the council and that, that that's not the case. It was an oversight. We're, de we're dealing with a global pandemic. We realized that the office was doing great work and it was, you know, it was working and we just wanted to make it a official. So I really hope tonight that you get your questions answered. You can, you know, be tough on me. That's fine. I just really hope that you allow us to, to move forward with this position um, and any other positions we want to create, we will make sure we outline them for the fiscal year 22 budget. On Thank you, Madam Mayor. Uh, Vice President Knight. Uh, Mr. President, thank you very much. And through you to Madam Mayor. Um, I believe these positions were um, tested out for a period of time and then were made permanent on or around January, I think, 15th or 16th, if that's correct. After the new year was After when we decided year. to take all three acting titles. We, yes, oh, that we realized the people in those positions were doing a really good job. Okay. And then also it was acting director of human resources and diversity acting director of economic, no, uh, acting director of community development Correct. and acting city solicitor. Correct. And since that time, all three of these individuals have been appointed as permanent, taken the oath, got their appointment letter and all that. All these acting positions, yes, have okay. been removed. All right. Excellent. We have Thank one you. acting, we have one remaining acting to be completely transparent. And that is Fiona from procurement. Maxwell. Yes, we're, we we did make her an acting director. She was the assistant and um, she she's doing a great job. I, I don't know. Um, I'll make sure we cross all our T's on that before we move forward. But that's the only acting we have that I'm aware of in the city right now. Okay. And then the other three have taken the oath and have gotten their appointment letters. We, we let them know that um, the acting title would be taken away. Yes. Okay, thank you. Uh, Alicia, did you want to speak? You had your hand up. No, I think the mayor covered it all. Okay. Um, do we have any other questions for the mayor uh, or Alicia or, uh, or the uh, solicitor before we proceed? Vice President Knight. Uh, what's the total dollar figure associated with um, the positional upgrades? Um, and, you know, I think, you know, there was a certain date or time where these individuals were placed in this classification. Um, the classification still hasn't been approved. So um, what's the bottom line at the end of the day? Um, well, what are we talking about for money here? I think we, we kicked it around. I think it was somewhere around $40,000 uh, last, last week. I just wanted, was wondering if we had a firm dollar figure as to what that was. We're talking a dollar figure with regards to human resources and diversity. Not that I want to get into specific salaries, but, it is close to the same, maybe a $5,000 difference to, based on what stipends Mr. Osborne was getting as the diversity director. It's about a $5,000 difference. And Mike, Mike Durham has taken over the appeals um, $10,000 stipend. So if you wanted to add that, it would be about 15,000-ish, but I have to confirm, specific, if you want a specific number, we can get you that. Yeah, no, just, I mean, say, you know, uh, 
it's classification 13 upgraded to a 19, but the ordinance hasn't passed. What's the difference in salary for the period of time to date? That's all. That, um, you know, the difference in the tax dollars expended for that period of time for the two positions. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Um, any further questions for uh, the mayor or any anyone else on the call here? Um, okay. Uh, Chair awaits a motion. We want to vote on this. this uh, ready to vote on this? If I could um, just point out one other thing that I forgot to mention in my initials um, introduction. I, I do hear the council loud and clear about new diversity being extremely important. So we are taking a good look um, while we're drafting the budget, which we hope to have to you in a couple of weeks. We are taking a really good look at a, a diversity coordinator under this position. If obviously, if you approve that tonight, approve this calf tonight, we really hope to get a coordinator. We hear you loud and clear and we think it's just as important. So thank you for that. Council um, Biz. Thank you, Mr. President. I just wanted to follow up on one item from last week, which was taking a general look at the CAF and make sure, making sure that it aligns with the current positions in the city. Um, I know uh, Chief of Staff Rodriguez had mentioned that that uh, might be something you would do, but I just want to put in another plug for it, make sure that we get up to present, make sure that the CAF is uh, correct within the ordinances and then move from there. So I don't know if you could make that part of the budget process, but I do think it would... Um, would help, uh, you know, avoid any process issues in the future. Um, yeah, Taking notes. Thank you, Vice President Knight. And uh, also, Mr. President, from an operational standpoint, um, as I mentioned last week, historically, um, the chief of staff position is relatively a new position that uh, came in with the last administration, and it was uh, chief of staff and director of personnel. And uh, prior to that, we had uh, Mr. Lee, uh, Richard Lee, that uh, served in the position, and he was the uh, budget director and personnel director. Um, now, moving forward, we've taken uh, some responsibilities away from the chief of staff relative to personnel. Um, so my question is, um, you know, that was probably at one point like 30 to 30, maybe 30 to 40 percent of the, the workload. Um, that the chief of staff is performing um, under the previous administration. Um, what what functions or responsibilities has the current chief of staff taken on with the removal of those those functions? Um, you know, what's his what's his role in terms of what's going on in the office? You know, we have a diversity director, we have an economic development director, we have a community development director, we have um, a potential director of human resources. Um, we have you know we have we have a number of department heads. Um, what, what's what's the function of the chief of staff? What, what's the role that the chief of staff is performing now that the personnel items have been taken away? Is this more of a coordinating department heads type of thing? Is this a director of intergovernmental affairs position? Uh, I'm wondering what exactly um, we're doing with that as well. Yeah, and Neil, Alicia, Kim, you can all probably explain a little bit of what Dave does, but on a daily basis, Dave's helping um, every department, um, he's dealing with, he's helping Neil uh, with personnel matters. And, and when you need two people in an investigation, um, he's, the, he's the second person um, to Neil or Kim. He's helping, he, he was probably the lead with Alicia on the budget last year. Um, he is dealing with all outside agencies, um, DCR, MassDOT, anytime we need connections, Encore, he's doing all the, con he's helping um, review contracts and he's doing almost everything that 
I can't do on a daily basis. Um, so he's like the manager of the managers. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So the department has report to him. Does he have supervisory responsibility over them? I would say, I mean, just like you, if you, any of you need something, some of you text me directly, or a lot of you just go right to Dave Rodriguez. He's just the guy that helps every, everybody out. Um, Neil, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not trying to be personal. I'm just wondering in terms of an operation, the government standpoint, yeah, um, does, he have, does he have supervisory authority over department heads? Does he have the right to discipline and discharge department heads, write, this, write department heads up, or is that a function that comes out of just your office as the appointing authority? So I, if, if, I'm, if I may, I can answer that directly. So the mayor is the authority for the city. The uh, chief of staff uh, supervises the work of all the managers in the building. So um, it is the mayor that retains the authority, but the chief of staff uh, is the person that you interface with on a regular basis. When something is needed, you go to the chief of staff. So who do you report to? So I report to the mayor, the, the direct report to the mayor. I'm supervised by the chief of staff like any other director uh, in the building. Thank you very much. Thank you. <clears throat> Madam Mayor, I, my question is, um, with the combining of the positions, and I know the solicitor uh, has says there is no um, conflict of interest, and uh, but I think, uh, I think it, it makes it a has an appearance of a conflict of interest uh, because if someone has a problem with with uh, diversity, they're gonna they're gonna go to Neil, and how does Neil report to himself on that? That's and that's where and I and I've heard from uh, many city employees about uh, about the, the issue that issue that uh, there there is an appearance of of a conflict there. Neil, if you want to answer that. Yeah, I was going to answer the, the the conflict of if somebody had an issue with someone in his department, then that would happen whether they were diversity and human resources or not. You know, if somebody had an issue with Neil as the head of diversity, you'd have to go to Dave Rodriguez or you'd have to go to Ken, Attorney Scanlon to get, you know, to go around that conflict. But Neil, if you want to elaborate. Yeah, so even in the role of diversity and inclusion, I'm the person that would do an investigation and I create a report for the mayor. So the mayor retains the authority to take any action. And even in a diversity and inclusion role, if someone had an issue directly with me, I certainly couldn't investigate that. That would go to the mayor, that would go to the chief of staff, and the same continues will continue to apply uh, being the director of diversity and human resources. If someone had an issue with me, certainly couldn't handle that, but uh, someone else uh, in the uh, hierarchy of the building would. So I, I don't see that conflict where the mayor is the decision maker. I simply report to the mayor. Uh, thank you, Neil. Okay, um, any further questions? President. Uh, Council Marks. I, I don't have a question, Mr. President, but more, more of a statement. And uh, it's been my opinion, Mr. President, uh, since the start that uh, the human diversity director position is far too important of a position to merge with the human resource director position. And I've said that from day one, it has nothing to do with salary. It has nothing to do with the person, the position, Mr. President. It's a matter of how I feel regarding the importance of two individual unique roles in this community. And that's how I feel, Mr. President. And regarding um, what was stated last week, um, it was at one point stated that um, the council's vote 
for uh, the creation of a position within the CAF was merely housekeeping. And I take real exception to the fact that that would be considered housekeeping, a vote of the Method City Council in regards to a city ordinance. So I just want to let that be known also, Mr. President. That is not housekeeping, a vote of the Method City Council to change a city ordinance. Thank you. Thank you so much. My, my vote tonight, Mr. President, will not be in favor to move this forward based on the fact that I believe these positions are unique and they deserve the utmost attention to having uh, a director in both positions, Mr. President. If I'm not mistaken, and I don't want to speak for Mr. Osborne, when this was originally presented to us, I remember Mr. Osborne saying to us that at some point he'd like to see someone hired as the director of human diversity because of uh, the responsibility and the, the mere nature of the position. I'm not sure if that has changed since, but uh, that's what I remember hearing some time back, Mr. President, and I would still hold this position as uh, a, a, an extremely valuable position with everything that's going on in this community. I, I don't have to preach to the choir. Um, and uh, I, I believe, Mr. President, we'd be doing the community an injustice by combining both roles. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Councilor Mox. Uh, any further questions? Okay. Chair awaits a motion. Mr. President, uh, just for clarification, paper 21-018 also uh, speaks of the Director of Economic Development. Now, I know we have voted on that separately. I just want to make sure a vote on this particular paper would not include the Director of Economic Development, which we already disposed of. Is that is that correct? I think that is correct. We, I think we have disposed of that and we uh, that. Uh, I think we voted on that a couple of weeks ago. We, so we did report that out favorable. I am. I, I think we did. Right. Councilor Bez. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I just wanted to say that functionally, I think if, if we don't move forward tonight, we're going to continue to be at a stalemate. I understand that there are disagreements as to uh, the structure of human resources and diversity offices. Um, it does seem that the mayor and the chief of staff, from what I've heard, have made a commitment to a full-time diversity staff member in the budget. Um, and to be honest, I, I do think in many ways this is the prerogative of the executive. So um, in terms of staffing, I understand folks' concerns. I share them absolutely when it comes to having a full-time diversity director in the city. Um, but I guess my question is, if we don't move forward and approve this tonight, are we just going to continue to be in a stalemate um, and, you know, functionally, we will continue with an Office of Human Resources and Diversity, um, but it won't be in the CAF structure. That's just my only concern, um, and, and I'll leave it there. Thank you, Council Bass. Okay, and, uh, and, uh, Vice President Nate. Uh, Mr. President, thank you very much. I just think it's important that when we talk about this, we also reflect back to uh, when the Council sat down and put together the Council priorities, when we all roundtabled um, the issues that were before this body. And um, we all pointed out that, you know, we'd like to see a standalone director of diversity and inclusion, and we'd like to see a standalone director of energy and environment. And if we can't get that commitment that they're going to be filled, I'd find it very difficult for the council as a body to move off of its list of priorities. Um, so that's where I, I'm, I'm at with this, Mr. President. Um, you know, I don't, I don't feel as though it's a stalemate. 
um, I feel as though it's something that needs to be further worked out. Um, you know, the structure of the administration is somewhat prerogative, uh, somewhat up to the administration's prerogative. Um, but there are a number of titles that they can that they can that are exi- there are a number of existing caps um, that that they can use to fill positions if, uh, if they see fit. But to create a new one. Um, and then not see council approval and then recognize that it needed to get done. Um, you know, it, 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 I understand that, you know, we're all busy and there's a lot going on. Um, but sometimes, you know, when you put the cart before the horse, it creates a situation. And I think that's what happened tonight. Uh, that's what happened with these positions. Um, but, you know, based upon the fact that I've already voted three times for council priorities, I do have a difficult time now voting against what those priorities are. Uh, so I'll leave it at that. But um, I do think it's important to think about what it is that we discussed previously we were setting the tone for the council priorities for the rest of the year uh, and those two positions were one of them so uh, with that being said I rest my case but I, I do want to bring that to the forefront as well if, Thank if, you, if, I, may, if, if I may just Mr. President we got a, a approval of the city budget fiscal year 21 and on page 59 it's a creation of a new office of diversity and human resources and I remember questions being asked at that time, um, questions were answered, and the, the budget was approved in this CAF. The story is, is in the budget, the explanation, the goals of the department are in this CAF. I tr- wholeheartedly respect um, your, your goals for, for this fiscal year. I'm going to try to um, adhere to as many as I can in the fiscal year 22 budget, um, but to have to split the depart- I don't know how else to, to do if we can afford to do a, a coordinator, you know, we can afford a coordinator, but to afford another department head on top of facilities maintenance director that we've all been asking for, including myself when I was a counselor, a, a city assessor um, that will only bring in more money to our community. Like I'm, I truly am looking at this as a whole picture and I would respectfully ask that you, you give it a chance, uh, whether that's, laying this on the table and seeing how it goes for a few months, see what I present for the budget, which you'll get in a few weeks. Um, a, a no vote. I mean, I just feel like it's, I know you're not meaning for it to be, but it would be a demotion. I don't know how else, how else to do it. I've um, upgraded Mr. Osborne's position to be a director of a department. Now, hopefully by July, a department of three, if not four people um, w- with an intern. And I don't know how, we can afford the rest of our priorities to create a, a whole another separate department when we need one for facilities maintenance as well, um, and, and potentially parking, bringing parking enforcement in house, which will eventually lead to more revenue for the city, and hopefully we can expand diversity more if that's the wishes of the council. I, I respectfully ask that you don't vote against this, that we try to work together and collaborate through this budget season and see what we can come up with. Thank you. Uh, Council Bears. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, play the broken record I always play, which is we have greater needs than we have funds and we need to come up with a plan to meet the needs that we have and not be constantly picking and, and choosing between essential positions. I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with you, Mayor, on the substance of this paper. I do completely disagree with the idea that, you know, we can't have a diversity director and we can't come up with a plan to raise that revenue. And, um, you know, we did also just get, and I know we're waiting on guidance, but a significant influx of federal aid. So um, I think I've made my position clear. I 
when I voted for the Council of Priorities, I supported a full-time diversity director, whether that's standalone or within the, the joint department. That I, I don't really have a quibble over, but I think we need a full-time diversity director. Um, that's my position. And again, I think we need to find a way to make sure that this city has enough money to provide the essential services that we all agree we should be providing. Thank you, the best. Any further questions? Okay. Uh, Chair, what's the motion? Council Falcon. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, and uh, I, I know I've expressed my opinions in previous meetings uh, that we've had. And uh, you know, I, I, I have all the information uh, to make the decision that I need to make. And I think Councilor Marks uh, said it best and uh, that this has nothing to do with Neil or the job that you're doing uh, in those roles. I know personally, I do not feel that these roles should be combined. That's my personal uh, opinion on that. To me, I think we need a city of our size, a diversity director, a director position. It's a priority. It needs to happen. That should be the role of one person. I think human resources should probably, if you know, it should go under a, uh, be with a different, a different um, as it has been in the past, with either the chief of staff, the budgeting director, to me, that makes sense. The diversity director, I don't think that makes sense with human resources uh, with a diversity director. And that has nothing to do with the job that you're doing, Neil. To me, it just doesn't make, it just doesn't make sense to put those two positions together. So I cannot vote in favor of merging these two positions. Thank you. Thank you, Councilor Falcon. Mr. President, I'd move to table. Um, there's a motion to table. Do we have a second to table? No, I don't, we do not have one. The motion to table is denied. Move, move uh, motion to deny uh, paper 21-018 uh, relative to the Director of Diversity and Human Resources, Mr. President. On the motion by Councilor Marx to deny the paper, seconded by. We have a second on the paper on the motion to deny. Second. Seconded by Councilor Falco. Mr. Clark, please call the roll. Mr. President, I just want to read back. Councilor Marx moved to deny paper 21-018 relative to the director of diversity and human resources that is correct that is that is correct is that is that the complete motion and that's a second from Councillor falco yes and mr clerk so uh, please make it clear that a yes vote is to deny okay i will uh okay and a yes vote is to deny are you ready for the roll call we are ready mr clerk Councilor Bears. No. Okay, hang on a second. I gotta write this down. Councilor Falco. Yes. Vice President Knight. Yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor Morell. No. Councilor Scarpelli, I believe, is absent. Is that, is that still correct? I don't see him in the chamber. I do not see him in the chamber, Mr. Clark. President Caraviello. Yes. Uh, four in the affirmative, 
Two in the negative, uh, motion passes. Can you give me a second to write this up, please? Thank you for your time, everybody. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night, thank you. Close to adjourn. Hang on a no. second. Just give the clerk one second. What a difference of a week makes, huh? I have that I have that written in the report. I believe there was a motion to adjourn, but I want to make sure that's correct. That Mr. Is President, correct. If, I may, if I may. Council Balcom. Thank you, Mr. President. So both of these papers, or actually this paper will be on the agenda uh, for the formal session next week. Is that correct? Councilor Falco, who are you asking the question to? That was uh, President Caviello. Yes, that, that, that they will be on next week's agenda. Thank you very much. Then the, I believe Vice President and I move to adjourn. Yes, and we have do we have a second? Second, Mr. President. Uh, seconded by Council Marks. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll to adjourn. Councilor Bears. Yes. Councilor Falco. Yes. Vice President Knight. Yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor Morell. Yes. Councilor Scarpelli. Absent. President Carviello. Yes. 16 affirmative, one absent. Motion passes. I'll see everybody in a little while. Thank you. Thank everybody for the time. Thank you.